Ron Van Dam likes to treat every listener as someone with whom he is having an intimate, personal relationship. Although no money changes hands, there are fewer sticky bodily fluids, about half as many apologies, and he probably won't have to get rid of your body in the long run. Other than that, it's a pretty standard relationship for Ron. You're listening to The Ron Van Dam Show. The following programming is EI, educational and informative. Yeah, it's a matter of opinion. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. It's the Ron Van Dam Show. Thank you so much. Hold on tight. Things can get a bit weird. If you like that sort of thing. Please sit down. The applause is deafening. I can handle it still. Enough. Welcome to the program. It is what it's supposed to be, the Ron Van Dam Show. I'm in the title of the damn thing, so I think you can pretty much expect what's going to happen here. Like the Pope on Christmas Eve, I will be delivering a uh, pontification to you, which will last about 30 minutes. When it's all over, you can just go ahead and do what you're going to do anyway. Will your life be any better or more fulfilled because you listen to this program? Not necessarily, but maybe not. Alright, that's enough. We get it, you got a theme song, we get it. Thanks so much for being here. I don't know what day this is. I think it's 2024, the year thereof in our Lord. I don't know. AD, by the way, it's an AD thing. It's not a BC thing. It's an AD thing. Don't get it wrong. It's not 2024 BC. My God, go back in time. No, I'm talking AD here. (laughs) I only do AD. I mean, that's just the way I roll, baby the hell's wrong with me today uh oh lord uh, welcome to the program i'm a little bit chagrined and i wouldn't say scared but concerned i have a number of friends i don't know the number i think it's a lot maybe it's not i have a lot of facebook friends in the thousands uh personal friends in my life i can count them on one fingernail so not a lot, you know, my, my qualifications for friendship are very, very high, which means I will never drive you to the airport, I will never help you paint your house or your walls. Uh, I won't do those things, I won't help you assemble anything, I will not help you move, nothing like that, I will not do those things. That's where the friendship ends. Because um, it's just not worth it in the long run. Anyway, um, here's my concern. I know, all right, I don't, uh, it's not a friend thing. I know about 
seven or eight people. That's not the end of the sentence. Wait a minute. I know about seven or eight people who right now, as I speak, have COVID. What happened? It made a comeback in 2024 AD. Yeah, because no one's wearing masks anymore unless you're really paranoid. So you get into crowds, you go to the theater or the movies or something or to a party. Chances are you're going to walk away with COVID, man. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. And in almost every case of these seven or eight people that I know, I know the seven people, the eighth person I'm not too sure about. <laughs> I don't want to know him. Anyway, um, yeah, in, in, uh, in most of those cases, almost all of them, those that have not had the COVID shots are, are suffering pretty badly right now. I'll tell you a personal story about me. When I was 13, this woman approached me and she said, hey, oh wait, wrong story. I'll tell you a personal story about me. I had COVID at the end of November. I did. Um, And I got it from going to a theater in Boston and I was sitting next to a kid who was, it was a comedy uh, play. And the kid like was he's like uh, I don't know he was like eighteen years old or something. I call him a kid. And every time uh, something funny happened on stage, he laughed uproariously. And it really wasn't all that funny, but you know this kid didn't have much of a understanding of what humor was. But he would laugh uncontrollably every time something funny happened on stage. And as he laughed, he would cough. And he's sitting so close to me that we could have basically had sex with a with my left leg and his right leg. It was like really right there. And I didn't think twice about it. I I go to a lot of public events as I am a lover of people. (laughs) That's a joke. Anyway, um, four days later, COVID came on my doorstep. Now, here's the odd part. First of all, um, I've I've always had all my shots. I'm like a a dog that you've just uh, (laughs) taken home. I've had all my shots. Uh, I've been spayed and neutered and all that stuff. So the COVID for me was like nothing more than a bad cold. The highest temperature I had during my little COVID stretch was like 99 degrees. Hardly anything. Sore throat, um, coughing, uh, but not chest coughing. Four days later, I'm feeling fine and dandy. Um, So, I mean, it was nothing. However, the people that didn't get the shots of the, of the seven or eight people that I know now are suffering badly. It proves to me, in most cases, if you keep up on your COVID inoculations, uh, if you get this thing, it just, as they say, becomes an inconvenience. If you didn't get your shots... Um, it's more than an inconvenience. It's like, oh my God, I'm suffering. I don't like the, oh my God, I'm suffering aspect of things. I don't like that. It's, I don't like it. So I feel bad for them, but I got to say, should have had your shots, should have had your shots, told you. But here's the scary part. All of a sudden, this particular winter, which only started like about three, four weeks ago, maybe around November when I, I got my little COVID thing. Um, it's popping up all over the place. I mean, it's like everybody I know, I, yeah, I, I can't come over. I have COVID. Oh, oh my God. Uh, or yeah, I didn't say anything about like last month I had COVID. Oh my God. Uh, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. 
It's unbelievable. And if you don't believe me, just check it out and you'll see. And this is like nationwide. It's not just certain parts of the country. I mean, there's a variant and I don't know the numbers on it or the, you know, it's letters and numbers. I don't know what they are, but it's a variant. Um, If you were, if you got the COVID shot, then uh, it's pretty good, but it's not going to stop you from getting COVID, but it's going to make it really mild to the point where it's like, oh, okay. You still can't mix among people. Can you, you can still spread it to somebody that isn't okay and is not that it's not really not good. So you have to do, you know, quarantine yourself, wear a mask, the whole shit. But if you live with somebody else and you have the mild COVID, they won't necessarily get it, even though they're in the same house breathing with you. So it's 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 really good to get the shots, and I just want to say that. But beyond that, um, yeah, everybody I know has COVID. I'm and, and I don't know that many people, but everybody I know has COVID. Here's the interesting part about me, because it's all about me. When COVID began back at the end of 2019, um, you know, I did all the things. I know I washed my hands 50 times and sang little songs to make sure I was washing them long enough, and I, I was very, very careful. I never got COVID. I was the one person on the planet who didn't get COVID at all for right to 2019 2020 2021 2022 and just about to the end of 2023 and i thought i am superhuman i am spider-man i am pope i i don't know what i am i'm buddha i'm just i'm beyond it i mean i did not get it. everybody else around me got it in various degrees various strains me nothing not even a cold not even a sniffle nothing allergies yes but that's different but then uh end of november beginning of december ron gets his covid and all of a sudden i'm not so special anymore i'm just like you i don't know anybody else that didn't get the covid there's one more per one of the agents that uh, books um, uh, guests for this show. Um, she was she she got COVID. She was she had COVID as I was speaking to her yesterday, and she was telling me about her COVID ad- adventures. And she, her again, she got the shots and not so bad. Um, but she said, "I thought I could make it. I was the only one who didn't have COVID." And said, "Hey, I didn't I didn't have COVID either, and then I just got it too. Oh my God." We're soul brothers or sisters or something. And that's my COVID story. Um, What I'm doing here is I'm telling you, I'm warning you, it's all over the place, this COVID stuff. And depending on how you've been treating yourself, if you've been taking care of yourself, what your immune system is like, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it's just all over the place. Um, if you go to a party or a crowded place and where you're stuck in a room with somebody, for I, I mean, it, it can happen to you. It just... It doesn't really matter. Um, And, you know, you can say, well, Ron, uh, if I get COVID, it's going to be really mild. Not necessarily, not necessarily, not necessarily. I know a lot of people, and again, that's, you know, a phrase that I say, you know, just for fun. I know a lot of people who have COVID three or four times. Hello, knock you on your forehead. Something's wrong with you. COVID three or four times, mm, check that out and see like what's going on with that. Anyway, yeah, get the damn shot. It doesn't hurt you. It doesn't give you anything. It doesn't do anything. It's it it it. I mean, it does something. It makes everything mild. 
But get it, my God. What's your point of not doing it? Well, because I don't know what's in those shots. Oh, really? You don't know what's in your food. You don't know what's in the food in a restaurant. You don't know what's in the pills that you take. I don't take pills. Oh, okay. (laughs) A lot of people do, and they live till they're 120, so shut up. If you didn't get any shots at all or didn't take any pills, I don't think you'd be here right now necessarily, okay, in 2024 A.D. I don't think I know what A.D. stands for. I think it's a Latin thing, and I'm not into Latin things, man. I got enough problems. I don't need to know what the Latin stuff is. That's for somebody else who likes Latin. I don't have to know. People don't walk around and say, Oh, happy 2024 AD. Nobody says that. Nobody does that. So I don't need to know that. I've heard about this thing, Rosetta Stone, and I guess she was after she smoked. Uh, I don't know who Rosetta is or what her stone's about, but apparently it has to do with learning another language. I don't have time for another language. I hardly know this one. Most of the people that I know can't even speak the one that I speak. Those are the telemarketers and the people who assist you on the phone when they're trying to telemarket you. They don't speak English either. They do. They seem to do fine. So I don't need Rosetta Stone. I speak English. Uh, either we uh, both agree that we're going to speak that or we don't. And as a matter of fact, you'll have to know, because I'm going to tell you that across this globe, the entire planet... English is the like the common, I better learn it kind of language. So uh, we're good. We're good. Even people who are born here who speak English don't speak English well. They can't write. I guess they can read. I don't know. I never hang around long enough to find out. But I do hear them speak. Some of them can't speak well if, unless they use a curse word. Oh, I went out the effing door yesterday. I went to my effing job. It's just a bunch of bull uh, uh, s, and uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm eating my effing food and putting it in my effing mouth. I go to the effing bathroom, sit on the effing toilet, and do an effing third. Okay, nice knowing you. This is fun. This is fun. Your little language pattern here. Doesn't make it sound too sophisticated, but I guess that's not what we're going for here. I don't know, kids. I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I think I was dropped here by an alien spaceship, and I'm still wandering the planet saying to everybody, I don't understand you. I don't understand your ways. (laughs) And I'm not talking about ways, the GPS thing. Uh, There's a... uh, Follow me. Riddle me this, Batman. This bothers me. Just bothers me. This is what I'm talking about. I'm watching television. I watch a lot of television because that's how I grew up. And it be, you know, it's a comfort thing. I'm watching television. There's a there's an ad. There's a commercial for a new uh, search engine thing. Most people do the Google or the Yahoo, whatever that means. Uh, they do the Google. This is all baby talk. This is all baby talking sounds. Google, Yahoo. I mean, come on, come on, come on. 
Anyway, uh, there's a search engine that says, well, you know, uh, if you uh, Google something, you know, they're going to hit you with ads about the thing you're Googling and all that kind of stuff. But here's a search engine where we don't do that. And I, oh, okay. And what is that called? It's called DuckDuckGo. Excuse me? What did you just say? <laughs> I don't understand why you put those words together and they're supposed to mean something. It's, this is the actual name of the search engine. It's called DuckDuckGo. Yes, the duck that swims in the pond. You say it twice, and then you say go. I don't understand. I just don't understand. How did they sit in the boardroom and say, let's, let's create a new search engine. What should we call it? How about something with duck, uh, two ducks, and, and then go somewhere? <gasps> I like that, Bob. It's called DuckDuckGo. You can download it and use it as a search engine. I am not downloading DuckDuckGo. I'm not a two-year-old playing Candyland. I would be embarrassed. Ron, what's your search engine? Excuse me, I didn't hear you. DuckDuckGo. What did you say? Something Joe? DuckDuckGo. I can't say it. I can't admit that I use that. I don't want to go online and see something that says under a, under a search bar, duck, duck, go, with a couple of pictures of ducks on them. What are you doing to me? Are you turning me into an infant? Is that what you're doing? Google, duck, duck, go. What are you doing? What are you doing? Leave me alone with your infantile words. God. Couldn't believe it. It's true. Go on your Google machine thing and type in DuckDuckGo. You'll see what I'm talking about. It's a real thing. It's new. And apparently, you know, you Google something, you search for something, and they don't follow you up. Yeah, right. Sure. How they make money, they have little ads on the side or something like that, you know. I don't want ads on the side. Stop bothering me with your, with your sales and marketing pitches. Stop bothering me with your telemarketing calls, your, your, your pop-ups on, on the screens, on the phones. Stop bothering me with your shit, will you? Leave me alone. I'll use your product. Just shut up. Get off my ass. Kids. I'm sorry. Uh, get off my ads, marketers. You're annoying me. You know, I wasn't born yesterday. I don't have to walk around saying duck, duck, go and Google. I don't have to do those things. It's not important. I'm a sophisticated young man. I'm very sophisticated. And I'll tell you how sophisticated I am. When I walk into a store, <sighs> or a convenience store, something like that, they call me sir. <sighs> What, what am I like? Have I been knighted or something by the British royalty? I'm a sir. I remember the day I was only like 30 years old, I think, and I walked into a convenience store, and they called me boss. I, uh, I didn't mind that. I like that. I like the supervisory position. But they started calling me sir, and that, that bothered me. I'm not old enough to be a sir. You know what? Yes, you are. 
Okay, I'm old enough to be respected. Okay, I like that. But don't call me sir. I have a female acquaintance, and I was kidding around, and I called her ma'am one day. She did not like that. She doesn't want to be called ma'am. I was only kidding. So don't call me ma'am. I said, why? Does it remind you of ma'am O'Gram? I guess I understand. That's a painful thing. Didn't want to be called ma'am. Got very, very incensed about it. Not happy. Not happy. As a matter of fact, I, th I think th if I remember correctly, she said to me, you take that back. Take what back? Calling me ma'am. <sighs> Is this something from your childhood? Did somebody call you ma'am when you were five years old and it bothered you? What? Why does that bother you so much? Does it make you sound like a prostitute? That, that's If I called you madam, maybe. Not even, but maybe. But I called you ma'am. Here's the other thing that uh, kind of, I say bothers me as much as it confounds me, is when a woman, a female, will get together with a bunch of her friends and she'll say to them, hi guys, how you doing? I thought guys was a male connotation. There's supposed to be a guys and a gals, but Women don't call themselves gals. That's kind of like 30s and 40s and 50s kind of talk. Instead, they've, they've gone for the, the male version of themselves. How you guys doing? We're, we're all females. I'm, I'm sorry, I did the wrong voice. Uh, they're all females, but they call themselves guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys, let's go shopping. They're not guys. I guess that word now has spread to uh, being non-denominationally sexist. I don't know. Women spend so much time trying to separate themselves from guys and having guys be the, 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 uh, the center place to go, the, the go-to. Um, you know, but, but then they go, all right, all right guys, then, 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 you, then you use the terminology. I, I don't understand that. I don't get it. The other thing that bothers me, which I never understood, and it's, I still don't, and I get the reason why, but it doesn't make any sense, is when a man and a woman, a husband and wife, are going to have a child together because of insemination. <laughs> and the guy will say, we're pregnant. No, your wife is pregnant. You're not. You impregnated her, form of the word, but you are not pregnant. You can't be pregnant. You're a guy. Well, guy could be a girl. All right, stop it. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to assimilate themselves into one being where, um, where the, the, the jobs of, of their parenthood are the same. They are unified. They are one. So when uh, a baby is coming, um, they are pregnant. Yes, we're pregnant. No, you're not pregnant, and you're not doing what she's going to be doing when she gives birth. She'll be lying on a, uh, on a bed in a, in a horizontal position, screaming her ass off, 
and you'll be standing there going, yes, we're pregnant. Shut up. Shut up. Your functions are quite different in this particular situation. I believe, and I'm not sure, I believe that when my mother gave birth to me, and I don't know how she did it, in other words, I don't know if she gave natural childbirth through the tunnel of love or whether it was cesarean, which was through the window. I don't know. I was never told, and God, I never asked. But I'm here, so I made an exit somehow. I just don't know through which portal I arrived. My father, and I'm quite certain of this, was not in the delivery room at the time, or the operating room, whatever it was. He was in a waiting room down the hall, and I don't know what he was doing. He wasn't playing with his phone because I didn't have those then. I guess he was just sitting there like nervous. Oh, we're pregnant, but I can't go in the room. No, they weren't allowed in the room. Why? I don't know if they weren't allowed or just something that you didn't do. Guys were not allowed, even though it's your wife, you're not allowed to see what's going on with the vagina thing. Are you kidding me? If it wasn't for that, we wouldn't be pregnant. No, you're not pregnant. So I came from another time and another spaceship. Very odd, a very odd combination of love and understanding. Yeah, I don't get it either. I really don't. I have a couple of acquaintance friends who are attorneys, and uh, once a week we go to a bar, which is my favorite place to uh, congregate, and uh, we have a, a drink or two, and we talk about legal matters. I love to talk about legal matters. I used to do it on my uh, broadcast radio show there for decades, my morning show. I would have an attorney, David Casella, come in uh, once a week, and we will we would discuss all the, the legal news, and it was quite fascinating to me because uh, I didn't have to do it myself. All I had to do was talk about it. I didn't have to actually go through the steps of being a lawyer. So I enjoy their company because we talk about legal things, and it's pretty cool. I like it. I don't know why I just said that, though. Why did I bring that up? I have no idea. I don't know why. <laughs> starting to lose it. Anyway, um, yeah, we talk about legal things, but and, and I, I, I don't know if I like attorneys or I don't like attorneys. It's kind of not the point. But uh, every once in a while, we'll talk about slip and fall. Slip and fall things where you're at work or you're in a store and you fall down and you hurt yourself and you sue the store. Okay, watch where you're going. Um, hey, you know, I slipped on their floor. I don't know. Was the floor wet? No, not really, but I slipped on it. Well, maybe you didn't watch where you were going. Doesn't matter. I'll sue the uh, pants off of you. So they, the store has to have high insurance rates, which will pass on to the customers. Yeah, that, that I didn't quite understand, the slip and fall stuff. Auto accident, I get that. Walking in a store and you fall down, I'm suing you. Why? It's a floor. We put a floor down. What's your problem? It's slippery. It's a floor. Why don't you be careful? 
Look where you're going. I don't have to look where I'm going. I'm in your store. I don't have to worry about that. Oh, my God, this is awful. And this is what America is, the slip and fall capital of the world. Actually, Rhode Island is a slip and fall. There are more slip and fall attorneys in Rhode Island than in the entire universe. And how do I know that? Because where I live, I get a Rhode Island station even though I don't live in Rhode Island because there's no more space in there for me. Have you noticed that they're not shipping the immigrants to Rhode Island because there's no room? It's a small state. Let's not get crazy here. But I get a, I get a Rhode Island television station, and every single commercial or every other commercial, if I'm not to exaggerate, but every other commercial, is about a slip-and-fall attorney. He got me $10 million. He got me $7 million. And there's no fee unless... Unless you win, unless we win. Um, well, okay, sure. Yeah, you take like half the money that you that you won. You won it. Slip and fall, my God. Watch where you're going. Stop fooling around. Just watch where you're going. Slip and fall. Slip and fall my ass. Have you been injured in an auto accident or on the job? Do you want to make sure that you get the best possible settlement when you go to court? then you need to call me, Attorney Jack Barnes, from the law offices of Barnes and Barnes. For over 10 years, I've been getting my clients the best possible settlements, and often more than they actually deserve, based solely on the sound of my voice. Judges and juries want to get me out of the courtroom as fast as possible. That's why they're ready to settle when they're dealing with Jack Barnes, from the law offices of Barnes and Barnes. Call today for a free consultation, 1-800-257-2525. That's 1-800-257-2525. Call today. You can't lose with Jack Barnes. Well, that'll do it for me today. I'll be back again tomorrow with a brand new program. But until that time arrives, I wish you peace.